And we are back. Mike Cernovich, Danger and Play, Gorilla Mindset. It has been, what has it been, three weeks. There's like a mutiny. I always know when I haven't in a podcast in a while because people are like, man, I missed a podcast. But right now my life has been on warp speed. I have so much going on that I lose track of time. And that's an issue that's weird. It's one that you, you'll wrestle with. When you're, when you're constantly in flow state in your life, 24-7 flow state, you don't really know what day it is or what month it is or what is even going on. And that can actually have some, I don't want consequences, maybe isn't the word, but you know, I owe my taxes. I have to call, call the tax people and find out what's going on because I'm just, I'm constantly flowing that I, anything that disrupts the flow doesn't get done and podcasts, believe it or not, disrupt the flow. And that's going to bring us to the, the conversation we're going to have today. This is the number one mistake people make in all areas of their life. In fact, if this were the only thing that I could teach anyone at all about life, big picture concept, it would be the divide between your lifestyle and your life vision, or the vision lifestyle disconnect. It hits everybody from girls who say they want to meet a good man and get married and have kids to men who say they want to start a huge business and create an empire. Now, here's what I mean. We'll start basic. I'm at a pool party, a couple of guys. These are real good guys, uh, quality, quality men, successful. They've done well in life. And they're talking to each other and they're talking to me and they're saying, you know, it's just really hard to find a good woman. I want to settle down now. I've done all the whole party thing. We just can't find them. Can't find them. And I said, well, look around. <laughs> look around. We're in Vegas. There are girls with, you know, their titties flopping everywhere, string bikinis. How, how are you going to find a woman of quality there? Now, sure, the fact that we were there means that it isn't like everybody there's a degenerate. Chances are, though, that any girl there who is quality is probably going to have a boyfriend. She's probably going to be married. She's probably not there to meet people. But single girls that go to pool parties aren't the kind of girls that you want to meet for a relationship or the numbers aren't there, right? Life is, is largely a game of luck and your job is to find high probability moves. You're going to fail actually more often than you succeed, but you'll feel less if you make those higher probability moves. So these people, these guys who are intelligent people, very successful in business, they had a complete disconnect between their vision for their life, which is, hey, you know, maybe we'll have a family, have a nice life, which they want, they say, versus their lifestyle, which is hanging out in pool parties. I would even move move out of Vegas. And you hear girls do it too. Girls say, oh, I want a nice guy and I want a good man and this and that. And they're still at bars and nightclubs and dating guys who excite them. And, hey, man, that's fine. But there's that disconnect. There's the disconnect between Men who say they want to start businesses, they're not in the right position. So I'll give you an example, right? I have a life vision and I define my life a certain way. I wrote about my life vision in Gorilla Mindset, which is based on my perfect day. I wake up. I'm happy to go to work. I like the people I work for because I do work for you guys. It's cool to say, oh, yeah, I'm my own man and fuck the world, you know, nobody owns me. But ultimately, if... I'd be, I'd have a big diary. If it weren't for all of you, I would have a nice diary that I would keep to myself. But I have to like the people that I work for and I work with. That That is part of my condition for life. And then, you know, my vision is also me as a writer and an author. That 
explains why I do what I do. A lot of people say, Mike, yeah, you, I don't like that you write about Trump. Well, I don't care if you write about Bernie Sanders or Hillary. Why do you care if I write about Trump? See, I don't want to work for people. I don't want people reading me who can't deal with a political disagreement. I don't want those people in my life because those people cause friction in my life. They make my life difficult. See, there's a lifestyle vision disconnect. So my lifestyle is I just do what I want to do and share my message with the world, and it's consistent with my vision. Every day I wake up. What's the first thing I do? I count my book sales from the day. Every morning since I released Gorilla Mindset, I have counted the books for Gorilla Mindset. Why? Because my vision for Gorilla Mindset was to sell 100,000 copies. Why 100,000? Because that is so far out of the realm of possibility for an independent nonfiction author. If you know an independent nonfiction author selling more books than Gorilla Mindset, for a full price, I would like to know. There are some people selling great books, actually. Um, what is his name? Lo- Love Love Yourself Like like Your Life Depends On It. I recommend that book. I think I mentioned it in Gorilla Mindset. It's a good book on the power of affirmations. He sells a lot of books. Um, Two ninety nine, but it's a shorter book, so I don't want to. I don't want to shade him. It's actually a great book, but there are there aren't a lot of people you can name them. You know, you can name people who are independent authors and who are selling books like I do. Why? Because every day my lifestyle is based upon selling books. Well, how do you sell a lot of books? Well, you write. It it seems simple, but a lot of people get it twisted. They think, oh, I wrote a book. The way I'm going to sell books is I'm going to tell people, hey, I have a book. You know, I have a book. Buy my book. Buy my book. Buy my book. I've even seen it with friends of mine who they have books. Hey, I have a book. Buy my book. No. The way you sell a book is you write content that relates to your book, and then you mention your book at the end, and that's been... The Gorilla Mindset book, marking, book Marketing Method. I even wrote an article called How to Sell a Book, Write Two, Give One Away. And by that, I mean if you have two books in you, write one of the books and then write sections of the second book, give half of that away, then launch your book, and then give the other half of the way. So I wrote a ton of mindset stuff well before I released Gorilla Mindset, and I've written a ton of mindset stuff after Gorilla Mindset. With my Trump book, I've written a ton of stuff on Trump. Great. And I have a Trump book coming out. Then I'll do more stuff about Trump after that. And I'll sell a lot of Trump books. But you see how you know, my lifestyle, so every day I'm writing. Every day I'm writing. Every day I'm writing about things consistent with Corolla Mindset. That's my lifestyle, my vision. So you can see you can take this to anything you want to do. Another easy one. People say, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to be slim, fit, trim, whatever. Great. What is your lifestyle? Do you have junk food in your house? You don't think of it that way, but that is your lifestyle. Your lifestyle is, remember, the sum total of the people you spend your time with and the activities you engage in. And that would include the activities you engage in are going to be based upon your environment, your reality. So you come home, there's junk food everywhere. Okay, junk food is part of your lifestyle, whether you want to admit it or not. That is your lifestyle. Hanging out with toxic people, that is part of your lifestyle. Is hanging out with toxic people going to bring you closer to your vision, right? That's why we talked about ruthless focus, cutting people out, getting rid of negative people. So I don't hang out with people who are just high maintenance or annoy me. I don't work with people, even if there's a lot of money, if they annoy me because that has friction to my life. That interferes with my vision. My vision is I like the people I work with. So I've had all kinds of business offers. I get them all the time and I don't even take them. And I, I got out of a couple of them just because it's a hassle. You know, People used to want to argue with me about marketing and they want to do internet spam marketing techniques. And I said, no, I'll never do that. I'll never be 
a spammer. I'll never have a huge pop-up that overtakes my entire front page where you have to find the X and click on it. I'll never do any of that. And I've even tried to help people with their own sites and I quit doing that too. That's why my, my consulting rate is just an outrageous fee because if I am going to be annoyed by people, then they can give me a lot of money. But even then, if it's too annoying, I don't, I don't do it. But I've told guys, hey, you know, I was going to link to your site, but there's this big pop-up. And they go, yeah, we'll just scroll past the pop-up. And I go, wow, okay, that's, that's interesting. I'm, here I am trying to give you free publicity and promote your brand. But you, <laughs> you know better, right? That's kind of I, – I, I, that's why I don't argue with people anymore, right? I even had a, a post to Tantra and play about that. Why? I think I call it why I stopped arguing with people. Or why do people know so much? People just they – know, they know it all. People know everything and I'm not going to argue with them. Because again, there's a bad lifestyle for my vision. If my life vision is about living mindfully, living in a state of flow, being super productive, having all this energy, well, how's my energy being directed? Well, my energy is being directed away from my life vision and towards these negative lifestyle events, negative people, dramatic people. You know, we've heard it in the army: set yourself up for success. You've heard you've heard a lot of this stuff, but it's just about applying it. A lot of what I do is essentially taking wisdom from the ages that everybody knows it's true, but unpacking it. You know, we could tell everybody, yeah, you gotta set yourself up for success. Well, what is that? What does that even mean, right? Easy. I used to have a long commute. I actually did as a, an experiment of the human condition. I had an hour commute. One way there, one way back. And then I worked a full day as a lawyer. And that was rough. But I felt like I had to do it to really speak with credibility on what it's like to to be the the working man, you know? I was the working man. And I have respect for that life, and it, it's hard, and that's how I'm able to connect with people and help them find solutions. So what did I do if I wanted to go to the gym? Well, I learned that if I went home to change my gym clothes, too many temptations. You sit on the couch, maybe open a bottle of wine, maybe have a little snack. You know, Maybe your girlfriend's there and you get a different idea. You know, Maybe your friends and roommates are over and you want to talk to them. But my vision was to be you know, physically fit, shape. Okay, what did I do? I made a lifestyle adjustment. Every morning before I left for work, I packed gym clothes. Every day, even if it was an off day. Even if it was an off day at the gym, I would pack gym shoes and gym clothes. And I kept in the trunk of my car. And then after work, I would just drive to the gym. Boom. Now, that, that is just a, a small, tiny little lifestyle tweak that is going to get me at the gym 30% more because I don't go home – and lose that inertia because, oh, I need to rest or I need to do this. So you want to analyze your life, and that's why you do a life audit, right? So when I would work with people, I would just say, do a life audit. Tell me your vision, right? And we'll file that away. What is your life vision? What is your perfect day? That's all in gorilla mindset. Describe all that. Great. Put that on the right-hand side. Now I want you to do a life audit. Three days. Who did you see? Who did you talk to? And then when you talk to people, I want you to rate how they made you feel one to five. Five is when you left, you felt drained um, like a vampire. It sucked your energy. Or rather, one. One is you felt drained, right? Five is you felt like inspired, bouncing off the walls, overflowing with ideas. This is so great. What a great encounter. And then three would be sort of neutral. So you, you talk, you know, every time you talk to somebody, every you have an interaction, you just write, okay, I talked to so-and-so, one through five, and then rate the activities. What did you do? What did you eat? Everything you do, life audit. And then what we do after that is let's look at your vision sheet, vision, lifestyle. 
And then some people tell me, oh, I have this vision. Yeah, Mike, I have this life. I, I, I'm financially free and I don't have to worry about money and I'm doing meaningful work and I'm working hard. And I said, well, okay, now let's look at your lifestyle. I'm like, well, to live that vision, you have to have a lot of energy. You need a lot of energy to do what I do. And I used to think I was low energy. You know, it's kind of ironic. Low energy, low energy, Jeb Bush is like the thing now. I used to just think I was low energy, but I realized I was because of slave emotions like guilt and shame. I was giving people my energy that didn't deserve it. So that energy flow was directed one way or the other. Your energy is going to be directed negative lifestyle or it's going to direct to your vision. Now, when your lifestyle and your vision are aligned, you actually get more energy from your lifestyle because it feeds into your vision. And then I'll say, well, if, if you really want to live this life of financial freedom and you want, to, you want to start this side business while you have this other job and you have these other family obligations, why are you talking to this guy? I'd usually put it like, why the fuck do you talk to this asshole is actually the way I would put it. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I know the guy or, uh, you know, they kind of stand, but they don't have a good reason other than inertia. And I said, okay, how much energy are you giving this guy? Well, you know, I go, how do you feel after you talk to this person? Well, I feel bad. You know, I need a half an hour kind of myself afterwards. And later when I think about the conversation, I, I just become in a bad mood. Great. You've just taken energy that could be used towards your vision and you've applied it to a negative part of your lifestyle. Why would you do that? Oh, you're right. Now then you, you just, you have to be ruthless. You just have to cut people out and you know, there's mindset training you need to undergo to learn how to overcome that. People, and then there's t people always try to draw you back in. So when you cut people out, they'll always come with a problem because you feel guilty saying no. Oh, I need your help with this. Well, if you've known somebody for, you know, 5, 10, 20 years or whatever, and they're asking you for help, you feel saying, bad, no, I, I'm not going to help you. But really, that's just their dramatic way of bringing you into their life because they know that people don't want to help, not help you, right? So that you, so you have to learn. There's more to it, obviously, than just say, "Well, cut people out." But you have to learn that they're trying to bring you back in because they have a problem. And as a human being, you feel bad telling people no and ask for your help. You got to learn how to spot that. And there's more to it. But bigger picture: How is your vision and in your lifestyle aligning? What is your life vision? What is that perfect day you have? Write it all out. And that's why I tell you, write it out in concrete detail. My life vision, I've, I've talked about this at the seminars. Watch the Gorilla Mindset video seminar on YouTube. I just said, here's what I do. I work out of cafes. What? Do we, how? Why? I didn't. I don't know. I didn't even know how to do it. I didn't know anybody could make money doing what I do. I thought it was impossible. Um, okay, I'm going to do that. All right. Well, I'm going to like the people that I that read my read my stuff. Well, how do you do that? Most writers complain and say, yeah, you know, they they have friction with the readers and stuff. But if any of you guys have ever complained to me, because a lot of people complain to me, but they're they're listening to this podcast now, even though they, you know, talk terrible things to me on the internet and complain and cry, they'll tell you, like, I don't care. People say, I don't like this article. I don't care. Don't read it, right? Whereas most people tell you, well, you can't say that. You gotta. You got to placate everybody and make everybody happy. No. So then I realized, okay, I'm just going to define a niche mindset, aggressive people, people who are more dominant and people who are tolerant for true diversity, true diversity. There's Muslims listen to this. I've had a guy, he's a copywriter actually. And he's like, you know, Mike, I like you because at least I know we're enemies. And I'm like, well, I don't really think we're enemies, but hey, I, I like that. I like that mindset. I like people who – I got a great Amazon review. He said, yeah, I, I completely disagree with this guy and where the culture should head. I disagree with him on his foreign policy, but I just like that he's doing what he's doing. 
See, that those are the kind of people I want reading. I don't want people like, oh, I, I read a couple articles and now I don't like this guy because that's just is a fanboy groupie, right? I don't want fanboys groupies unless they're hot chicks. You know, I don't want anybody hanging on my every word and then somehow – they cry because they find out that I like something that they don't like. And isn't this, this, and I don't want that, right? Cause that's not part of my vision. So before I used to just say, well, you know, how is this going to play? I would think in the back of my head before I'd publish something, how is this going to play with my audience? And I would think about that and then I'd feel weird. And then I, I don't think that anymore. I just say, I'm going to write this and the, the, you know, the quantum physics of mindset. I wouldn't have done that post two years ago because I knew that it was going to upset a lot of people because it challenges your worldview and then people are going to call it pseudoscience. They're going to say it's not real physics, which I always think is interesting. You know, who knows the right quantum physics? I always think it's hilarious, right? People say, oh, well, this quantum physics isn't right. Well, who is right then? And how do you know which is right? It's like an epistemological question. How do you know? Because with Newtonian physics, you can prove your physics easy. If you say this is the right physics, the engineer can design it, it'll happen. That's why airplanes fly. Your physics is right. Physics that says an airplane can't fly is incorrect. But if your quantum physics isn't even finished yet. So sure, there is the danger of people saying uh, putting quantum physics to anything to scam people. But then the other hand is thinking you know quantum physics so well that you completely understand the nature of reality and existence. Yeah, that's a little off too. But I, I knew that was going to bother a lot of people, and it bothered a lot of people. I got a lot of messages, and I just deleted them. I don't care. People you know, were insulted. I just said, post your comment. You know, If you disagree, because I, I don't care either. If people read that and say, boy, Mike, you've got off the deep end, I don't, yeah, I don't care if you think that. Think what you want to think. It doesn't bother me. But I'm not going to change what I write about. Because I'm worried about how it plays with people. Why? Because that goes against my life vision. Because the kind of people I like are open-minded people who are saying, eh, I think you're wrong here, Mike, but eh, whatever, you know, people are wrong about some things. Right? Lifestyle, vision. So you use this for everything. And it's, it's the biggest mistake people make is you have a vision for your life, but you don't audit your life. Analyze it. What are you doing? All right. Let's sum it all up. What is your life vision? You know how to do this. Do your... Vision day, your perfect day. What is it when you wake up? What are you doing all day? What do you go to bed? How is that life? Write it out. Part two, lifestyle audit. Remember, your lifestyle is the activities you engage in or your habits and the people you spend your time with. Write it out. When you talk to people, rate the conversation one to five. One is you feel drained. Five is you feel inspired. And then start, you know, Writing all that down, logging it. Same thing with activities. Same things with the food. What do you eat? Do you feel better? I feel better when I fast. I haven't eaten anything yet. And I think it's, I don't know, 1 p.m. Because I, I feel better. I feel lighter, right? Conor McGregor fought, got in a fight with Nate Diaz at the, the UFC. And because he was fighting in a higher weight class, he ate too much food. He even said, I felt heavy. So he made a bad lifestyle choice because he didn't realize that even if you gain 5, 10 pounds, right, you might feel worse at that weight, you, your lifestyle and your vision, right? So, you, you know, what do you eat? Do you feel better when you eat that way? Some people, they need you five, six times a day, whatever. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. Consciousness, mindfulness, that's what you want to do. And then ask yourself, is your energy flowing in ways that are consistent with your vision? Are the activities you engage in, right, and the people you spend your time with, do they give energy to your vision. Because I can tell you that doing cardio on a spin bike for me gives me more energy. So lifestyle choice exercise gives me more vision 
or it gives me more energy for my life vision. And I can tell you that the really hard weightlifting training that I used to do doesn't. It drains me. So if I train like I used to train two or three years ago when I was a lot bigger, I wouldn't have the same amount of energy that I have now. And I'm focused more on my life vision. You, you see? You see see what I'm talking about? Your life is going to change. Your vision is going to change. Your energy is going to change. You want to make sure that your lifestyle activities are giving you more energy and feeding into your vision. So there you go. Lifestyle and vision. Don't let them be disconnected. Make sure they're aligned. When they are aligned, you are going to have so much energy that you're not even going to – you're going to have a great podcast and you won't even know that you have to do one because you're in such flow state all the time that you lose track of the days. Thanks for listening. This is Mike Sternrich, Danger and Play, Gorilla Mindset.